I just see Cody over there throwing the nuts in his mouth, and yeah, uh, he was getting it ready for the Tuesday show. <laughs> Jeez, we're off to a great start. Got goldfish tonight. <laughs> yeah, that was an aggressive. Impressive. Uh, <laughs> not even mad. <laughs> Where to be, Brian? I hope uh, that so, was on the damn. Uh, stream. <laughs> some people saw that I uh, I got some almonds here. I'm in California. I got some almonds. I'm gonna try out, but I didn't want to eat any nuts on the show tonight because that's Cody's kind of thing. So I'll have to wait to try those. I think anybody can have nuts. It's okay. That's <laughs> yeah, Cody's thing. Oli was posting about nuts today. Then Brian posted about nuts. Everybody's putting their nuts in their stories. You know? I see nature something new tonight. It looks like I'm gonna try it. Combo. Mix them. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, oh man. man, mix them. All right. All right. Bam, let's bam, see bam, bam, bam. Is this supposed to be a 50 50 mix? Yeah, what is this? Yeah. We'll try 50 50. Try 50 50. But guys, we got a full crew tonight. This is probably yeah, the first time we're all on in a while. I don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's good to see all of you guys. Uh, oh, no, I once. missed everyone last week. Ooh. Yeah, yeah it's it's you guys. Shout out to Cody and Zach for holding yeah. the <laughs> Skeleton crew. Bam, 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 man. That was cool. You guys held it down the week before. But, mm-hmm. but we're all here tonight because we're all wanting to talk about insects. But oh, okay. as Nate's already Wait, started over there. Did you say incest? <laughs> Because <laughs> Cody's, right there. Cody's uh, here for that. That's why uh, Cody's here. Yeah. <laughs> that's me, baby. Cody, do you have a oh, hot? No. Do you have a hot cousin, Cody? <coughs> I got lots of hot cousins. <laughs> I was gonna say you look like a guy who's got a couple hot cousins. My baby, <laughs> you look. Like, <laughs> you look at like a guy. You look like a guy that goes to a family reunion and going, "Ah, oh, shit, my hot cousin's gonna be here." <laughs> He can go in the pool. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. oh no. My best friend's got a real hot cousin. And he's always like, dude, she's smoking hot. <laughs> well, let's uh, grab oh, a glass yeah. and oh, keep off the grass. Oh, yeah. So something's been bugging us lately, guys. Ew. That's a solid transition. <laughs> <laughs> I had nowhere to go with it, though. I was like, you all been, right, so what is bugging us? I, like <laughs> I don't know. Have you it's been true, ladies and gentlemen. He's Bill is a father. He He's been dad. saving yeah. that all day. <laughs> the jokes to back it up. Well done, sir. Well done. I'll tell you what. I was in South Carolina visiting my family last weekend over the 4th, and they have fire ants like crazy mm. in every lawn all over the place. Like We we didn't think to look for it, and they're, they're small little, little ant mounds. But you're walking around in the grass and you stand in one spot, disturb them. They're going to start biting you. You don't realize it until there's quite a few already on you. That was yeah. new to me. I had never seen that before. But my family's like, oh, yeah, you got to watch out for me. You know? So that was interesting. Um, but I was surprised at like how many folks had it in their backyards, but don't like spray for it. Don't don't do anything uh, to prevent it or, or, you know, get rid of it. Mm-hmm. Not even my parents. I was like, what do you guys, you know, anyway, so we had a little talk about that. And they might look into something, but. Have you guys ever dealt with fire ants where you're at? Cody's probably. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know I do. Um, anytime we get a, a big rain or if I water a little bit too much in a certain location, I guarantee the next day fire ants popping up mm. in, in, my, in the lawn. I'm just like, what the freak? Um, no, I, I throw down my stuff with them and I have my little uh, bio advanced little looks like cocaine you're shaking out on there. Mm, and him. Yeah. And you kind of just spray water on it, and they, they just all die. They're That's all good. dead. It's pretty sweet. The cocaine, you shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! What do you he, do for fire? Take care of them. Yeah, you know, just give them well, a little tucker. Get a little tuckered out there after a while. <laughs> I got to get rid of them because the kids they they go back there, and I don't want them to get bit. So yeah. So I mean, if you sure. put that down. That just kills that one little ant mound. Do you do anything? Like, do you do any kind of blanket spray in your yard every season? Like, what do you do? Like, you just kind of take care of it when they pop up if you if you feel like it, but you don't actually do no. any kind of preventative or anything or what? No, I try to do all preventative. Um, 
you know, sometimes they just pop up, but yeah, I do once a month preventative, uh, the bio advance, like uh, insecticide or whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's just a granular you throw out, gets rid of ants and oh, okay. I think scorpions and stuff. And <clears throat> but yeah, it seems like it does. Okay. But, uh, sometimes you'll get the occasional mound popping up and okay. So that's carrier. like, that's like you, you like, it's like a seven dust or something type of type of powder you're putting down. Cause I've used seven dust on ants yeah. before and it's like a contact killer. Mm. But then on top of that, you have, you were already kind of doing a preventative application on the yard. Sounds like yeah. So I I have that powder which they take it down to the queen and it kills everything, and then I have another thing that's like uh, crystals, and they also take that and take it down to the queen and it kills the whole mound, and wherever they take Pretty it, effective. so, so yeah. cocaine and crystal, <laughs> got them both. It's a party man. Regular, I'm gonna get you messed up. <laughs> regular regular uh, Pablo Escobar over here. I know. Every time I hear the quote. Uh, I forgot who said it. It's some dude on a podcast. It's like my favorite kind of weed was cocaine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, oh yeah, I know that guy. I got uh, I've seen his videos. Man, <laughs> funny. Yeah, that guy's crazy. My favorite, <laughs> yeah. My favorite type of weed is cocaine. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> All right, so that does a pretty good job knocking out fire ants. What the hell else is out there in your guys' yards, man? I don't really have a whole lot of bugs. I mean, I've, I've had, you know, uh, white grubs in the past and stuff like that. Theo Vaughn, a, a number Theo of years Vaughn, ago, by the way, was that it's Theo Vaughn, that guy. Oh yeah. Yeah. Dude, Dude, he's yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Theo Vaughn. He's the best. But anyway, sorry. He's a, you know what, it, well, uh, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to jump on that for a second. He is a fantastic storyteller. Yeah. Like I could like, I watched one of his, bits where like you know he's sitting down doing the podcast and stuff and he literally sat there and talked about nothing for like 10 minutes like there was no real takeaway it wasn't an actual story <laughs> that was hilarious it was just kind of like us some shows yeah but dude, <laughs> I, I was like i was intrigued and i was like glued to my phone and then the kids were knocking on the bathroom door like what are you doing in there i was like oh <laughs> <laughs> watch the Vaughn. I lost track. Of <laughs> yeah, no, I do the same. I, I get into his stuff every now and then. It's like, oh, a, yeah. it's like a whole, but uh, yeah, so I've had like, like... It, no, I was going to say it's like, uh, it, it's like his voice, you know, and he tells it really good. It's kind of like Brian. If Brian told a story, I probably listened the whole way, way through. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, Brian, you should do a um, second career. You should do like a side job and, and do those sleep tapes. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. you know just stories. like soothing yeah. bedtime stories with brian or something you know i listen to brian before i go to bed he put me yeah. to sleep Dude, i think brian would be a kick-ass he'd be a kick-ass audiobook voice guy yeah. you know yeah. maybe yeah. like some, sure. some really cool non-fiction malcolm gladwell type stuff i think brian, he would do a good job brian's gonna read well, like 50 shades of gray and have all the ladies uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll tell you like when, when we're in bed talking when i talk to my wife she just falls asleep <laughs> it works like your I guess, you know? <laughs> usually, usually it's the other way around i'm always the ones like mid-conversation i just fall asleep <laughs> it's like do you remember me talking to you last night i'm like nope not at all nope. <laughs> none of it <laughs> But what were you right, saying, so, Brandon? You were talking about some bugs or something. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> so I was saying in the past, I've dealt with with grubs before, like white grubs, probably about four years ago. Um, and I caught it way too late because I was kind of like, yeah, actually, it's probably longer than I was like five, six years ago. So I was kind of newer to lawn care. I wasn't really into it. Um, but I, I just remember it was like a spot in my front yard, like right by that big oak tree. And um, man, I'll tell you what, like I was I was raking you know, some twigs and stuff out of there. And my grass just started peeling back like a carpet. And I was like, what is this? Mm -hmm. That was probably when I started getting into lawn care. Cause I was like, what is this? So I started watching YouTube videos and you know, that's when I really started trying to take care of the yard. And that was kind of the impetus for it. Sure. Um, but yeah, they, they ripped out a big old patch. Like it just rolled up like, you know, a piece of sod. And I was like, Oh shoot. Like, here's these bugs <laughs> you know, yeah. trying to figure out what they were, how to treat it, what to do. But that was like a big, probably like, I don't know, man, it must've been at least a 10 by 12ve spot. Like this big place that I had to redo. Um, so but I haven't really had those problems now. Like I kind of, you know, I'll kind of like look for them. 
Um, you know, periodically, if I see something stressed out, I'll go, you know, tug on it, give it a look. I'll find them every once in a while, like <laughs> oh, yeah. one or two. That's, that's what helps me when I'm stressed <laughs> out. Some... <laughs> that's definitely, definitely a good plan of action. Yeah. When, it's, when it starts to kind of dry out, when you get stressed out, go out. <laughs> but uh, so, you know, I've uh, the other couple times that I've had them since then, um, I've caught them early nuked them and it hasn't been an issue the thing that we have a big problem with and i don't know about you guys like nationwide but those goddamn spotted lantern flies are freaking everywhere oh uh, dude yeah so they're an invasive species oh, and like popped up real quick. they they Ooh. like lay there they lay all their little eggs like kind of at the base of the tree and then the little babies like the the larva i guess i don't know whatever i forget all that Gee. stuff they I've they climb up the tree, but but they they basically eat your trees away and like sap all the nutrients from your trees and trees die from like these infestations of these these freaking things. So Damn. Um, I mean they look they, like I would have I would think they were like some kind of a tiny moth, but I don't know if I've seen them or not. They look they look like vaguely familiar, but a lot of these moth type looking insects. If you haven't familiar. seen them like they're they're coming for you are they super they dense like they're <laughs> dense like you know like, like when you see like japanese beetles all like descend on a rose bush yeah is that not, how these look or are they more sparse no, not really quite like that but they also blend in really well they camouflage mm. on the tree bark so like you really don't see them but i've been finding a lot of them recently mm. um because they keep landing like in the pool or falling into the pool and so like i'll clean out the pool filter and you know i'll be like there's like 10 of these little son of bitches in there and I'm like, crap it's like every other day i'm finding you know a whole bunch of them but you know like in my town and like where i live they weren't so bad last year but there were a lot of other places where it was bad and then this year it's like way worse um so, i know like i think pennsylvania they were really bad um last year and some parts of new jersey but you know they've they've made it they made it up to the northern part of the state this year because they're they're bad but apparently that's what they do is they they will they will have actually kill you know very mature older trees um you know within a matter of a couple years as i understand it so but those are those are the big things this year and they're not so much a problem for the for the grass um but they are you know concerned for for trees and yeah over the yard i've been seeing a lot of those and wasps my wife's found a lot of wasps and uh Mm. and stuff this year so she was out she was running around like you know dual wielding you know wasp spray cans <laughs> the other <Getting> day <laughs> running around hitting all these little spots where she was seeing them speaking of wasps i i, I feel like i told the story last year but that did, did i talk about when the yellow jackets got me last year Mm-mm. oh yeah so i was mowing on my hill just maybe like where i normally mow and i keep it mowed um just like the very very top of it and I was going, I went past it and I felt something. It was just like, damn, like I felt like I got a bee sting or something. Didn't think anything of it. So then I came, turned around, I came back and I got lit up like five, <laughs> like five at once, like Ooh. behind my kneecap, like down my legs, everything. <laughs> and I just like, and I like just let go of my mower and I just ran like down the hill because I didn't know what was going on, you know? And so I turned, at that point, you didn't realize that you didn't think yourself, well, I'm getting stung and just you're yeah. feeling pain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I turn around and look, and I mean, there was hundreds of these things swarming the mower. Oof. And I'm just like, shit, I'm just going to sit here and let it run out of gas before I go up there, you know, because <laughs> it's just sitting there. So then I'm like, so I end up going up like way up the hill behind it. And I just like push it and it like goes down the hill, screaming down the hill, like towards my back patio. So I get that, I get it turned off and everything. And I get basically get up there and yeah, their yellow jackets dig a hole in the ground. Mm-hmm. And the mower is literally sitting directly on top of it, just pissing them off. And yeah, yeah they freaking <laughs> they lit me up hard. I mean, it, it, yeah, I got like one on my ankle, like behind my kneecap, and all that. Like it, it itched for like days. <laughs> yeah, it was like the worst spots. But <laughs> yeah, so and I, I didn't know what it was, you know, because like in my on my hill, I, there's lots of holes, but you know, shit digging in there all the time. And uh, so I just didn't think anything of it. Man, if you get those. So what do you do now for the hill? Do you do anything to prevent more from coming or do you think you kill this one? And then you just, so what I did, what I did for those was, so at night, I guess they all go in there and they just kind of like chill for the night. So I took, 
some uh, garden hose and I just like went up in there and then I just turned it on and just stuck it in there and like <laughs> flooded them out. And then, and then I let that run for a little, like five minutes, just flood the shit out of them. And then I sprayed some like wasp spray around it. So, mm. and they, they're gone. The whole, I, I've been keeping an eye on it this year to see if they're going to like reuse it or not. But um, when it flushed, when I was flushing it, the like hive, the like the comb or whatever, it like yeah. came out, it came out. Oh, good. So, but yeah, I mean, that was, that was a wild that 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 was different. I've never seen that before. Little bastards. Yeah, they they sting. Like it's not like a normal bee sting. It's like it's a little bit stronger. Yeah, <laughs> but, and many many more. Yeah. So, but like I mean, I just, I just always think like, what if that was my kids? You know, and they're just like mm-hmm. you know playing and like going to get a ball or something. They would have got lit up hard. You know what I mean? So. Oh yeah. That's me versus them. But yeah, as far as like spraying anything though, like, I mean, for that specifically, I don't, um, I do kind of like what Cody, the bio advance, you know, that does grubs and ants and all the different kind of moles and stuff, or not moles, but the little, uh, <clears throat> just different mole crickets. Yeah. Mole crickets. Did you ever mm-hmm. seen one of those in real life? Yeah. yeah. Those things are crazy looking. <laughs> those <laughs> those look are, look them up. I need to look at that. Oh, yeah. they're crazy. They're like, they're huge too. And they got like, big old like things no they're crazy <laughs> so like a couple years ago terrifying a couple years ago we did a slip and slide down my whole hill for my oh, daughter's birthday and we had gross. um yeah and we had uh we we're doing a whole i had a sprinkler at the top of it and we had like dawn dish soap you know to get going real fast and so like when the soap is just like you know like when you go and pour soapy water and the um they come up you know the the army worms and stuff come up out of the soil same concept and there was one like on top and I'd never seen one before. And I sucker. I mean, they're big too. And uh, I was like, what in the hell they're is big. this? I've never seen one before in my life. looks like a fucking it, like, dinosaur insect. Yeah. You know? like, yeah. It's massive. It looks like something out of a crappy sci-fi movie. That, yeah. Like, we're like, fighting the aliens. like a dense jungle, you know, like, oh my God. Yeah. Something I had to tropical. Google it because I had no idea what it was. <clears throat> and so, but yeah, I only saw that one. That was the only one I've ever seen. So. Hmm. Crazy. Yeah. We, my wife saw one a few years ago and freaked out. Yeah, they're definitely they're they're different looking. If you if you don't know what they look like, Google it. They're pretty crazy looking. I saw one of those uh cicada killer bees or whatever they're whatever they are oh, last year. Those things, those things were pretty pretty darn big, man. It was just yeah. by itself, and I and I think they're harmless to us. But seeing that thing like fighting a, a dying a cicada was like, nah. oh God, that's just creepy because it's so big. Yeah, that was kind of weird yeah yeah i saw a couple of those too those crazy mm. yeah that's that's pretty big thanks Freaking you guys ever insane. you guys ever had where the cicadas are like like everywhere like, was it, like every what every couple yeah you did have it like last year the year before right last year yeah it was like oh. the year of the brood x or something like mm-hmm. that yeah they come around um, like it's like a cycle right like every 10 years or 13 12 years, years maybe start, yeah. something like that 10 years maybe yeah yeah uh but it actually didn't get too bad like um i was reading all the stuff like yeah it's gonna like ruin all your trees all your plants your garden and i didn't get it that bad where it um but like my parents who are like an hour south of me they got it bad um but yeah, it's crazy. Just an hour difference. But and so what, what are you guys dealing with? Like insects in your lawn that like in your lawn that are messing up your lawn? Like what what experiences have you had with insects messing up your turf? Like we know Oli's with the army worms. But before we get into that, is there <coughs> anybody else have any horror stories with, you know, bugs messing up their turf? The one yeah. I've had, I just had grubs last year. Yeah, just that one time with grubs. When did you get the damage in the fall? Yeah, late fall. And then I went and got the 24-hour and put it down. And then probably like a month later, I found some more. And then basically did it again. So then I I never put down a preventative. So then this year, I'd put my preventative down in like May time. So hopefully, hopefully we prevent them. So we'll see. Now, does that dish soap thing work for grubs too? Or just army, or just worms, just the army worms. It works for a handful of insects. They don't like the don't that the soap burns their skin. So it mm. works for a handful of stuff. Now I don't know about grub specific, but um, 
Like if, if they you get a lot of if you get a lot of rain, the grubs come up. Yeah. But uh, I know as far as spiders and all kind of other stuff, if you uh, do the dumb the soak bucket test, you'll get the everything and come flushing out of there. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Well, I haven't had like issues with with insects like as far as I know that damage the lawn yet, thankfully. But I have had this is more of an annoyance when I'm out cutting the grass is those like swarms of those like teeny tiny gnat yeah. miniature fly things. I don't know what those are, but you, you know, when the sun hits them and you're, and you're like, shit, I'm going right yeah. at them. You just kind of, as you're walking through, you know, it p- pisses me off, man. And I don't know what to do about it. You know, I need to run out and get like some kind of squirt bottle of something. Anyway, you guys know what those things are? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, was, I don't know what they are, them. like gnats or something. But yeah, I know yeah. exactly what you're talking about. When the sunlight hits them and you see like a little pocket yeah. of them, yeah. you're like, it's like a haze. I'm going right for them. But mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, it's not, so dense. I'm not deviating from my course. God. I'm going I'm yeah. going through it. That's hilarious. Fucking God. <laughs> oh, yeah. Get them in your mouth. You're like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, those are. Those are nasty. I don't know. I, if I anybody in the chat those has those, nats, yeah. what do you do about them? What do you do about them? Can you do anything about them? And why the hell are they? I don't there? even know. Keep your dog's I mean, pecker away from if them. If they're not messing with your lawn, <laughs> I say leave them alone. <laughs> yeah, Lawn Radiant said he's got to keep his mouth closed while he's mowing. <laughs> or else, <laughs> a couple of those. Nope. A little protein <laughs> snack. Mm. Brian, what about you? Yeah. Bugs in Utah? You know, I, not really. That I, that was one thing I was going to bring up was the whole gnat thing because that's all, all the time. Uh, every time I mow, they're all flying around everywhere. But as far as I haven't, you know, knock on wood, I haven't even had grubs and I haven't put anything down. My, I mean, my lawn's only two years old, so, um, but I don't really hear a lot of people talking about grubs. Um, the biggest thing in our neighborhood is voles um so they're not really insects but the voles will because the where our community is used to be a big field so there's just a ton of voles there and they go from one yard to the next yard um my neighbors right next to me have them behind me have them um i think because i have a dog dog yeah satan pee (laughs) <laughs> that uh that's killed everything they don't even want to come over to taste that stuff so <laughs> they stay over in the the yard, uh, neighbor's yard but the atomic yeah you yeah, could have a worse thing. vole problem if you're if your lawn was like well irrigated and the soil was a little softer because they could go that's through good, it easier that's a good would question. That make a difference you know or maybe like easier to hunt for worms and, and whatnot whatever they eat well the voles will just eat the uh grassroots they'll just go right burrow right through and i mean you'll just start seeing dead patches of grass huh. and then you know they have their holes and stuff like that um gophers too um uh, quite yeah. a few people in the neighborhood have gophers so those things um, ruin a lawn yeah, yeah yeah and and they do people huh. people don't and are- they're hard to get rid of they have yeah. like the sound mm-hmm. thing you can buy they don't usually work People have their pest companies come out and try to trap them. Sometimes people put hoses down the holes to try to flush them out. So, have you seen? So, speaking of that, have you seen that one video on the internet? Where that dude pours like jug? no, he pours like gasoline down the molt the like the gopher. Like oh, yeah, no. and he he lights it, and the entire yard just goes, boom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just the whole yard lifts up like a foot yeah. and drops down. Don't do that. Add yeah. a shack. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I had a couple in my property. Um, I still do actually. My my wife actually took a video of it today. I was gonna post it, but the thing just like it was in the garden and she ran at it and she filmed herself doing it and she ran at it and it shot across the lawn. But uh, She like sent it to me today at work. She's like, look at this thing. It was in our garden. But uh, I trapped a few when I first moved in here and then uh, live trapped them and then just shot them and threw them in the field. But um, I mean, that's, that's when you're not in the country though, but like in the yeah. country though, with voles, I know we're talking about insects, but I've learned just the, like not leaving a bunch of debris and like crappy piles around and stuff like that where like you know they can live and stuff i try to keep everything clean and i feel mm-hmm. like i get 
they stay away from my lawn if I'm there, but I'm in the country, so it's hard to avoid them. But yeah, so I had a groundhog once, but I dispatched of him pretty quickly. <laughs> it was actually it's kind of funny it was actually so it was right after my first son was born like we come home from the hospital and uh i see this monster groundhog in my backyard it's got this big old hole like they dug underneath my shed and i was like oh you're done so like as soon as <laughs> as soon as like you know my wife was you know hanging out with the baby and stuff and so i went into like from inside my house, I was like, all right, if I start like cracking off like 22 rounds in the neighborhood, that's probably going to be a problem. <laughs> so I set up, I set up like a little yeah, sniper hide inside my house and uh, I opened the window and I just sat up like a little, like sat up a chair, like a little sniper hide. And I just sat there with the scope, like behind the scope. And I just sat and waited for him for like 30 minutes. He finally poked his stupid head up. And, um, <laughs> And then I changed my mind and, and did not hurt him. I was just saying, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I cracked it. Died, bin Laden, died. No, I yeah, yeah. 22 would take toast. some of these out. They're so thick and big. I don't think a 22 would take the ones out that I have. Like, oh, no. I think it might just hurt them. Like, well, it, I <laughs> felt kind of bad because at first I was trying not to make any noise. So I had these like 22 rounds that are, they, they don't have any gunpowder. It's, it's just a primer and they're like, you know, subsonic. So, it's super it's like super quiet so i was like oh i'll use that and it, it i hit him once with that first and then it just kind of like stunned him he was like scared <laughs> yeah. and he was looking looking around and then and then i was like well this is not that's not gonna work i guess i'm just gonna have to go loud on this one <laughs> my wife's like what was the hell what did you just do and i was like or I had to take care of some pests. I had to take care Intruder. of them. Intruder. <laughs> comes in the room and she's like, <laughs> she looks at me and she's like, you, she's like, I don't even know what to do with you. Cause I'm sitting there and I got like two chairs, right? Like I'm sitting on one chair and I got another chair to the back and I got, I'm like perched up there. Like, <laughs> I'm waiting for him, you know, hmm. but that doesn't only like gopher or anything like that. Like it was just a big groundhog. Yeah, um, yeah. Only one of those that I had though. So no bugs. So, Holy, what you got going on with these traps? I'm seeing. Oh yeah, tell us about your Japanese beetles. Whew. So, <clears throat> you know, I put out my uh, setterprin a while back, and what I wish I would have done, where I messed up, is whenever I put out my setterprin, I had a handful of things in the tank, and what I should have done is put a setterprin in first, and then hit all my bushes. And everything around the house real heavy, but I didn't. So every year I learned something. So these are my double knockout roses, and that's the you know them having a nasty time right there. Yeah. And from what I'm reading, what I'm looking and learning is each female will lay forty to sixty eggs in its lifespan. So each one of those females. And that's a, that's a ton of grubs. And the Japanese beetles, you know, they lay egg. It turns into a larva. That larva becomes your white grub. Yeah. One that you're worried about. So I've been catching these things by the half-gallon Ziploc bag full a day. And I bought these traps from a place. I think it's – I think how you say it, it's called Gimpers. And, um, yep, I've been catching – a half bag, a half gallon. That's a gallon. I'm pretty sure that's considered a gallon ziplock. And I've been catching mm-hmm. half. Looks like it. Yeah. What are you daily. doing with them? What are you doing with them when they're in there? I let them cook right there in the sun and uh, <laughs> yeah. dry, dry them out for some snacks or what? <laughs> I had some chickens. I would feed them to the chickens. I understand that they're you know they're really good to feed the people you know chickens or whatever. But I don't have any chickens yet. But uh, yet. So I, I'm honestly just putting them back in my garden, letting them rot, letting them return back to the soil, you know. Um, nice. But I just put them in there, squeeze the air out, let them sit in the sun for a little while. And then how, long did, them. how long do they have to sit there? Not very long. Hmm. Not very long, That's, you know, because in the thing is, is there's no, um, there's no chemicals, there's no poison, there's no nothing. I mean, it's just a simple trap. Yeah, that was that was uh, I think Sunday morning's harvest right there. Mm, nice. And they like blueberries a lot. And 
what's crazy is we Googled to see what to put on the blueberries. And the first thing that comes up is a setoprin. So a setoprin is a really good, a really good thing to learn and to know about far as army worms, grubs, the turning into these beetles, all types of stuff. So if you don't know about a celeprin, do some Googling, do some reading. So what are you going to do then uh, to prevent grubs coming up like next year now that so many of them have been in the area? Are you going to put anything down or do you already put a grub preventer down in your flower beds and rose beds? I don't have that in my flower beds and rose beds, but I will have the setoprin in those beds. And, um, you know, it's out in the turf. And one thing that I have really noticed this year is normally about this time I have June bugs, which are the bigger ones. Yes, you know, yeah. out there buzzing, they, you know, they sound like a small helicopter going back and forth. Hell yes. Yep. And do those things. I normally have those, but this year I can walk outside and I can look across the street and it looks like, you know, a war zone with all them flying, <laughs> but there's not a one above my turf this year. Hmm. And that's pretty wild. And I think nice. if I would have got the setoprin all in the flower beds and around the house and let it get into the soil, that I wouldn't be fighting all these Japanese beetles. Um, but the cool thing about the traps are as many as I have caught and disposed of, that's a major drop in population. Like me and my wife were talking this evening, you know, about nobody, most people go in the house and shut the door and they don't do anything, you know. They don't. They don't do anything. I mean, that's crazy, right there. I mean, are they banging right there? Well. Huh? <laughs> are they banging right there? Yeah, yeah man. It's a lot yeah. going on there, buddy. Getting more than sixty eggs. Those banging beetles, man. Grabs. And and see, the thing about it is, just like we're, I'm gonna start doing more about mosquitoes because I hate mosquitoes. I hate getting bit by mosquitoes. Um, I don't know what it is about me my blood type or what but mosquitoes <laughs> love me they eat me alive and i hate mosquitoes <laughs> and i was reading this evening that a mosquito a female mosquito is the only one that bites you mm-hmm. and the female mosquitoes can lay a hundred and i think it said 150 eggs i believe is what it said mm-hmm. so if you take out you know a handful of mosquitoes man you really cut down on the population <laughs> and it just makes me think like if all my neighbors would do something about Japanese beetles and do something about mosquitoes, how much cleaner it would be outside and less problems you would have, you know, if, if everybody was doing something about it, but you know, they're, they're not going to, cause they come home from work and they go inside and they don't, they don't worry about stuff like that. So only if you have this kind of a problem every year, or is this just the first yes. year you're seeing it this bad? This no, is I've every year. Yeah. They tear double knockup roses. They hey. tear them to pieces. Okay. Um, roses actually attract them to your property. Roses do. And this is on my blackberries. This is on blackberries. So that's a blackberry bush that they tearing up. But since I've put the traps out, they're in the trap. They're not all on the, they're not on the plants. So could you have prevented this if you, cause you said you sprayed it on the lawn and you had a couple of things in there and you should have done it separate on the, bushes and flowers had you done that do you think you wouldn't have had this issue so bad or would you still have a problem i think it would have been a lot less because what they do is they go after they do all this mating they go and they bury in the ground and they lay their eggs and more than likely they've laid their eggs and all right in the flower beds and under the blueberry bushes and stuff like that so you said these are these produce grubs as well white grubs these are the right the white grubs that you worry about I thought mm-hmm. those were June bugs that did that. No, sir. If you June look and, and do some reading, it's all about the Japanese beetle, not the June bug. Mm-hmm. So the Japanese beetle is the mother <clears throat> of the grub, but also mother of the June bug? But, uh, n- no, there's two different beetles. Yeah, um, June bugs species, are different. Yeah. Yeah, I, have June, both, I have June bugs around my yard. Rubs. They both oh. produce grubs. But the ones that you're worried about eating your turf roots are the Japanese beetles that produce their grubs. Is it That's just because there's just so many of them or something? I don't, I don't know that answer. Um, they're super invasive, and I guess maybe there's just no competition for them. Maybe so. That's why. Maybe I don't. I don't know. I just know that they, you know, the June bug makes a humongous 
grub. And oh. it's for some reason, I don't I don't know if they chew on the roots like these do or not, but the Japanese is the the grub worm be worried about. Mm. And that's that's just getting started. That's very little there. Yeah. I remember when I was a kid, my mom had rose bushes and there was like probably like two years that I remember in like middle school where the Japanese beetles were atrocious and we had those same type of traps and it was, it was incredible. Like how many of them you'd catch. How do they get attracted to it? Like what, what is the bait for them? Say that again. I'm sorry. I don't remember. How do those traps work? That these traps here have two, two, um, two attractants and you can buy a, you know, several Japanese beetle traps and they only have one attracted and it smells like a, flower or i guess a rose bush mm. and they work okay but this one these traps here they have one that smells like flowers and then they have one i guess that smells like hormones for them to mm. you know come do the nasty Sex. and everybody's coming mm. to the party you know so it works a little better that's awesome it works amazing because like i have a couple of the other ones that have just a single deal and uh they don't catch nowhere near the same oh. mm. interesting Holy- you are the master baiter. <laughs> <laughs> I got him baited. Yeah. Duties. Yeah. <laughs> so so the I've seen the traps, the way they look on the top. Do they just like fly close to that and their wings hit it or something? And they fall down no. in? How does it's it's just because it's it's smooth, it's slick. So um, they come in and I guess think they're gonna land on a leaf. And whenever they hit that plastic, out. they can't hang on. Gotcha. Okay. And they just slide down it in the bottom and they chill out down in there because it's sort of dark. It's, whenever you take the lid off, you have to be quick or put your hand over it because as soon as they see daylight, you know, they're ready to escape. Mm. Interesting. That's funny. Well, it's really crazy when you got a Ziploc bag full and they're all in there moving. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, yeah I saw so that you on your story it. when you handed it to one of your girls. Like, <laughs> they were all moving. <laughs> <good. Yeah. laughs> Does it sound like pouring milk in a, re- a bowl of Rice Krispies? Oh man, it's like pop rocks. It is dancing. <laughs> That's so interesting. It's really crazy to hold the bag, and you know they're all jumping and crawling. It's, it's wild. But it's you got imagine to be like really accidentally down. opening a bag inside your house. Could you just imagine what a disaster. They don't come in the house. No, I'm saying like, what if what if somebody brought it into the house? You know, they I'm, saying, the I'm saying they don't come. In the house okay, now. okay, good. <laughs> no sir. <laughs> I said it once. And they stink. They stink something terrible, especially mm. you know after mm. about an hour in the sun. <laughs> they stink something terrible. I had them real bad on some um, some annual flowers last year, but I I haven't seen many this year yet. Well, see, I've got a little garden, and they're in the garden, too. So one of my traps is nearby my garden at the shop, and the other two are over here. And um, I wish, when I bought those, I was sort of skeptical. Because a lot of people said, don't buy those traps, because then they attract more to your property. And I'm thinking, well, they're here now because of the rose bushes, because of the blueberries, because of the garden. And if I can dispose of them, they're not going to populate. And I would hate to know how many that's in a ha- in a you know half a gallon. I'd hate to know how many's in that Ziploc bag at a time. Yeah. And you do the you know not every one of them's a female, but man, how many's in there times forty? That's possibly sixty eggs. That's a shitload of Japanese. That's a ton of grubs. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of grubs, and and that's mm-hmm. better. And the thing about it is, the way I look at it, at the end of the day, I know they're dead. They're not going to reproduce. They're not going to lay eggs. If you go out and spray, you know, your your uh, merit or whatever you spray for grubs, you know, you, you may time it right. You may not. You may water it in deep enough. You may not. I know they're dead. I mean, I, so I'm happy with what I'm doing. You're, a, you're on a mission. Yep. <clears throat> you're on a crusade against the... I wish I had about 10 of those traps now. And the sad part is <laughs> with all the crap that's going on with plastic and all this other junk mm-hmm. going on, you can't find these traps right now. I bought these traps maybe two years ago and never got them out. 
and then actually just run across the box. I don't know, two months ago, I was like, damn, I got these things. And I went and set them out and I was blown away the first day. I mean, the entire trap was full. And I was like, good God. So I got the other two traps out and took them home. And man, it's just, it's insane. So. God, that's so many, man. Like, so I, I've never had rose bushes until we've moved into the new place and they have two out front. They're not big. And it's just a, just a pair of them. Um, and I had a few Japanese beetles eaten some of the leaves, but they seem to be gone now. And there's only a few leaves that they damaged. So I was thinking about going and cutting those out, but now I'm thinking, you know, should I put down something for, for grub potentially going forward? But it sounds like the amount you have is just an incredible, incredible amount of them. Like the density of it is insane. Is it, is it like that every year or is this year by far the worst for you? I mean, we've had a ton of them every year. I mean, they chew up the plants around the swimming pool, like the um, canna lilies and the roses, and they get on the blueberries. And in, in the, you know, everybody's garden, they're in there eating everybody's garden up. You know, like uh, they eat up my cucumber leaves, they eat up the green bean leaves, you know, stuff like that. They're so, in is this your first year using that? It's just my thing? first year trapping. My first year trapping. Oh, okay. In the past, you know, we just shake double, uh, right, yeah. shake uh, seven dust on everything. Uh huh. But this 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 insecticide now that you got that you use the acetylprin, you said acetylprin, acetylprin, acetylprin. Is this your first year using that, or have you used that? Yes, before. Yes. Okay, so hopefully first year. Hopefully, this never knew thing. about it. Yeah. Never knew about it. Never. I'd heard the name. But never used it, never heard about it, never seen an army worm until last yeah. August. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so that was an eye opener. That was a learning experience. Yeah. So, crazy. All right, guys. Uh, well, we're, we're coming into that spot where we're going to do line of the week. But uh, before that, I actually want to gather some names, not for the drawing next week. We'll do that in a, in a minute. But uh, I was going to give away a simple lawn solutions product. We haven't done that for a while. Ooh, yeah. So being that it's hot, I know Nate just put some down not too long ago. I think we'll do a hose in uh, bottle of zero zero two five. Oh, simple mm-hmm. lawn solutions. So I actually, good, I actually just put it down stuff. last night. Last Did night. You? Okay. Yeah, I, I was going to do it. I think Sunday or Saturday or Sunday. I was going to do it and. Had it all out and getting ready to do it, but I didn't get around to it or something came up. I can't remember what happened, but yeah, so I ended up doing it last night. All right. So yeah, yeah we'll did, do that for uh you know, help help people yeah. out during the drought and the dry season and all that kind of stuff. So it's a good uh good product there. So for those in the chat, you guys still in there, uh just type in simple lawn solutions and I'll gather your name for the drawing for the hose and sprayer of zero zero two five. Uh, while we're talking about lawn of the week, who wants to do that? Before Bill. All right. This one was a doozy. I think uh, Brent came in with the tiebreaker. <laughs> so we had two awesome contenders this week. I think we were all kind of like back and forth, but ultimately, uh, Brent was the decider. I'm the decider. Anyway, uh, so lawn of the week this week is uh, lawn art coming in hot. He's got some. Really cool designs he's done in that yard. It's pretty nutty. Yeah, I wonder. So is his is his property? Is that all that grass? His property? That's not. I don't know because I said some of the different pictures. It makes it look like he's mowed this like the the neighboring yards too to somehow complement his design. And, and they all look good. <laughs> like it doesn't look like yeah. they both look good beside him. Uh, right. But yeah, that's a cool. That's an awesome design. Yeah, they were they were so unique. I thought to myself like, no, I mean this guy's you know he's. He's got to be doing multiple properties, but then I looked a little closer. Like, no, that's that's just his yard. Holy crap! This guy's pretty creative with some of his designs. So well, super yeah, cool. The one like a month ago when he did like the New Balance shoe or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I had to like I like messed him. Like, dude, is that real? Like, did you <laughs> like is this like digital or what? And he's like, no. So that's pretty cool. You can kind of see like he has some previous designs in there. Like, uh, I see like a curve kind of like in the middle left you can tell he's been mowing some stuff in there so yeah 
That's awesome, though. <laughs> Super cool. I like his natural kind of the the separation between him and his neighbors. You know, the neighbors' yards look really nice too. So I wouldn't necessarily call it a domination line in this case, but the just the separation of the different patterns. It's really cool to have that. Like you know, a couple of really good looking yards next to each other, doing different stuff makes for cool pictures for sure. That's awesome. Yep. Congrats. Yeah, dude. My yard was my front yard is was looking hurting going into the uh the weekend we haven't had any rain for weeks i haven't been watering it was looking hurt hurt crispy so you did the double o 25 as well yeah i did that and then i used that new uh sea kelp product yeah mm. so, i was thinking about putting that down this weekend actually because it's been yeah, it's been getting hot it. and it's I been stacked pretty dry those two, yeah i stacked those two on saturday and then set up my little <clears throat> my little irrigation situation on Sunday. Been watering the crap out of it every morning. And then today I put down some uh humic DG from nice. the Andersons. Oh my, yeah. <clears throat> my soil in the front, especially, is just total garbage. And I can see when it gets to be summertime, mm-hmm. I can see all the places that I've added soil, like added really good quality topsoil. Um, because obviously the grass is just so much healthier. So sure, you know, I I can see the difference of like, oh, that's a spot that I leveled out, or that's a spot that I renovated and put actual topsoil down. <laughs> and if I had to, if I had to do it again, um, which I might not not this year, but when I did my little my little like partial renovation last year in the backyard, I, I should have done. I should have gotten a couple yards of really good quality topsoil and put that in because that's like a high traffic area high sun area and that that area just gets beat up just with the kids playing back there it's like the main play spot where you'll kick soccer balls and throw footballs and, mm-hmm. and it just that main area kind of like right off the patio in front of my my crappy shed is uh beat up every year so it's it doesn't look too bad now but um i should have put some topsoil down like good real good topsoil real quick last week our winner Turf tamer mm-hmm. uh, along the week. Second time win. Second win. Uh, just mm-hmm. for those of you who were not here, we had turf tamer on with me and Cody last week. But um, yeah, he talked about how he did this. It was pretty interesting. So a lot, a lot of different aspects than I um, would have d- didn't even think about, like the projector and tracing everything out on his wall and everything. That's it's just wild. So sweet tribute. Yeah, I, I might have heard a sneak oh, yeah. peek of what he's doing next year, and it's Ooh. pretty bad. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna keep that. That's on awesome. reps. <clears throat> All right, so uh, I'm already done with the uh, uh, simple lawn solutions giveaway, so we're gonna do that real quick. All right, so we had 23 entries, so those are the people that Sweet. are still sticking around. Um, I try to get in there quicker before everybody logs into their second accounts and stuff. And <laughs> here we go. All right. Yeah. Hey, hey all right. Home turf consulting. Yeah, we were talking about fire ants earlier. Yeah, I, I just got your text. I'm trying to pull it up. Yeah, and I I dealt with fire ants for a while. Like I had major fire ant heels to the point where mm. you know the fire ants would build up you're mowing the fescue somewhere three and a half four and a half inches tall and they would build up a big old dirt mound and it would actually turn the turf yellow and i used to keep tennis balls on my mower and as i seen an ant hill i would throw a tennis ball off and come back and hit it with bifen mm. and trying to kill you know all these fire ants Sure. I don't mean little black ants. I mean fire ants, the big red fire ants. Red. If you don't stop them, they'll build a mound, you know, the size of a basketball. <laughs> and when I started spraying the molasses fairly regular, they disappeared. Mm-hmm. Never knew that was one of its, I guess, um, benefits or whatever you want to call it you know i was mainly spraying it because i like the color pop and i could see a color a drastic color change within you know hours but it's just awful funny you know even spraying it that 
they don't like it. And there's a lot of insects that do not like sugar. You know, most people think it's going to cause you ant problems, but it doesn't. Yeah, I was and it doesn't it doesn't attract that. deer neither. Hmm. I'd be curious to know, like, if there's any thoughts about how you know, like, what is it specifically that causes them to go away or not? Right read there, that. read that. Dude, that's a lot. Ten to twenty pounds per thousand. That's dry. I've never used dry. Shouldn't oh, tell okay. you about it. I used the liquid. I was like, holy crap. I don't know. That's just something that I just felt right quick. But there's a lot of like studies and in, in old school stuff on that. Interesting. Yeah. Mm. I've always wanted to try molasses, man. I need to give me some. I know, isn't there that uh, so that diatomaceous uh earth stuff that that's kind of like in a similar sense, that's something where it dries them out, sucks all the water out of them, and then they just get dehydrated and die in this case they're hard shell they just bloat and, and die from the explode from the inside out it's awesome it's pretty gruesome but, huh yeah but it, the crazy thing is is you know i was never targeting those i was sick <laughs> right. and tired of of hitting this them and just like a and, yeah beneficial side effect or a beneficial that's pretty cool yeah mm-hmm. yep all right, right down check, out the, check out the prez yes yeah, man. Thanks, brother. Thank you, uh, Justin. Wow. Justin. That's awesome, man. Oh, man. Trying to find a good uh, picture to pull up. So many. There you go. Man, he don't look like that no more. He don't have to have Yeah. Yeah. I like that outfit, though. That's his casual wear. need some nipple rings. Nipple rings and a chain across. But yeah, no, this was fun, guys. I, I think, uh, you know, insects were fun to talk about, but I think more than anything, it was just awesome to see all of us together at once. So, yeah. uh, appreciate everybody Enjoy jumping that. on and being here and thanks to the live chat. We had a good group of people in there talking about all sorts of things, all different kind of bugs. Some I've never heard of. So, uh, that's what this is all about. Learn new things and have fun while doing it. So uh, with that, does anybody else have anything to add? Should we wrap it up? I think that's pretty much it. All right. I like it. Let's call it a night, guys. All right. Bill's got to get to bed. So uh, (laughs) appreciate all you guys. Thanks for coming and supporting us. And we'll see you next week.